Good morning, everybody. It is my privilege to be on this forum. And I'm really grateful to Penguin India and Orange City Literature Fest for giving me an opportunity to talk about the security scenario, prevailing security scenario, and how it is morphing. And I also talk, I'll also try to talk about my book, Operation High Grief which is a fictional account of work of a spies and how the spies try to mold their work, try to devise new methods to combat ever increasing and ever growing complex security scenario. As you know, the title of my book Operation High Grief has a very profound meaning. Now, High Grief was an avatar of Vishnu, one of the lesser avatar of Vishnu. In mythology, it is said that when a Dima, who had a boon, that he would be killed by, by some entity with head of a horse and the Vishnu took that form and killed that devil. High means horse, grieve means snake. So its meaning and its relevance to my book is that a spy has to take different forms to undertake the work of salvaging difficult situations. And that is the essence of what a spy does. Security is ever ever is a very complex thing. Because there are players who devise different means, different strategies, different tactics. And it has to be countered. And each tactics and each strategy is new. To understand those strategies and to have a counter tactics, you need to have a complete understanding. And not only understanding, you need to have capacity to foresee this unfolding situation. And that is why the work of a spy becomes very, very difficult, very, very challenging, and very, very demanding. It is demanding psychologically because just imagine if somebody has to take different forms. Sometimes it may be totally alien to his culture, alien to what he has been taught, but still he has to do it because he has taken a responsibility to save people, the save society, to save the society. That is an onerous responsibility. And once you take things, when you take different forms, which are not consistent with what you have learned and what you have been taught, it becomes psychologically disruptive. For example, we all have been taught not to deceive, not to tell lies. But there are situations when we, where a spy has to 
do all such things. Now, that is the thing that is the responsibility the wallet, spy voluntarily takes. And that is where his importance, that is where his relevance comes to the fore. One has to recognize that. Now, because, you know, the thing is that we have viewed spying or countering the various security situation in different ways. Spies are viewed differently. Some view it as a very as a rogue element who is only trying to tell false things, trying to spy on you, trying to do launch a surveillance on you on behalf of uh, a rogue government or something like that. Or he is somebody who is very glamorous, like James Bond or Ethan Hunt. Or just people think that. He, he knows everything. He is repository of every knowledge. But then behind all these things is one cardinal principle, one their cardinal goal, and that is to serve the society. Since, I mean, it is considered intelligence and spying, its operational arm is considered to be the oldest profession in the history of mankind. The earliest reference which we have is in Atharva Veda, that is, 9th century, 10th century to 9th century before Common Era. In that, the hymn, hymn 16 talks about King Varuna and his associates who keep vigilant eye on the humans, a vigilant eye on society. Now, if the profession is such that it has to be relevant since the beginning of organized human settlements, then its importance has to be realized in that context. Now, the primary goal of spying or intelligence is to defend the real. Now, defense of real which could mean different things in different contexts, in the different form of government. It could mean protection of a kingdom. It could mean protection of a king. But in democracy, ultimately, ultimately, it is the protection of the sovereign. And democracy, the sovereign are the people. So for Intelligence or spying to understand the security situation is in the context of defending the sovereign, which ultimately translates into defending people in democracy. Now, with that background in mind, the unfolding security situation becomes very, very important. Its understanding and its counter actions, which are required to defend the threats, become very, very important. And in that importance, uh, there, and there is importance of the person who tried to counter those threats. 
you know the we i mean hegemonic tendencies are prevalent since uh, again since the advent of organized society every kingdom wanted to conquer other kingdom i mean that is a basic human that is basic uh, tendency so the warfare acquired different dimension and in that technology played a vital role in metamorphosis of warfare in olden days when technology was limited to bows and arrows wars were fought in closed encounters slowly when projectile came to battlefield the distance between combatant started increasing then came the era of signals and stealth but still during all all these transformation the basic thing was that the wars were fought at the boundaries of the nation it had a defined land and sea territory the moment after that there is a very vital evolution in warfare when battles were not fought in closed encounters in closed encounters or at a defined land sea and air boundaries but it started manipulating the thinking of people it started fanning anxieties in society and then came use of insurgency as tactical weapon in the warfare when it insurgency becomes and we i mean this country we have witnessed this thing in punjab and kashmir when insurgency became a tactical weapon at the behest of international forces people tried i mean hostile elements tried to find insurgency in country and then what happened the war which was which was being fought at the boundaries of the nation it started being fought in in our backyards we started having people started getting involved the distinction between combatant and non combatant vanished even common man was the target and this we have seen how bomb blast and people people were killed in bomb blast in various parts of the country delhi mumbai rajasthan gujarat south india various parts and in those incidents only non combatants or innocent civilians were killed and that is how the battle came to our backyards and this is a very very major transformation earlier in the cold war era 
when the job of the spy was to find out what weapons are being deployed at the boundary, how many troops are being deployed there, what is their preparedness. And only about military hardware that was being used and the intention of the states to use military hardware. When a war started being fought in our backyards, it became important to know people's intentions. And herein was the major transformation in the tactics of intelligence and spies. And that was to know deliberately hidden facts. The facts which were deliberately hidden earlier also. The idea was, the tactics was to unearth deliberately hidden facts. But then it was state sponsored. Uh, it was with the states. Here, even individuals started hiding facts. And that became very, very important to find out those hidden facts which are held deliberately by individuals who are either sponsors of the insurgency or participants in the insurgency. That enlarged the scope of intelligence gathering and spy work. And here in and after, I would quote Thomas Hobbes, who has likened a spy to a moral agent exercising sovereign power. And now that is a very, very solemn attribute. And that a spy has to live to, live up to. Further modification in technology with the advent of internet, which is just like a cobweb. We do not know from where it starts and where it ends. Who begins? And who ends? It's a very difficult proposition. And then the knowledge is residing in one laptop, one palm top, or even one now on one phone. Knowledge of every kind. How to make a bomb, how to take different covers, and how to destabilize a society. There is a social media platform which is disseminating everything without hindrance. Now this has enabled the hostile elements to take the war from the backyards to our living room. The problem of radicalization is rampant. The entire world is aware about that. And the entire world is fighting that. But then that happens in seclusion. With a laptop sitting in a room 
or not only that, even sitting in the public place, handling a tele, I mean, using the telephone or a tablet. So this is how the war has moved from boundaries to your living room. And it is very easy to now manipulate people. So there is another transformation. The war which was physical and physically being fought at the boundaries, now it is being fought at the cognitive level. There is an attempt to manipulate understanding. It is a cognitive manipulation. And this is the most difficult scenario which a security agency or a spy has to face. And there, here in the, lies the importance of the high grieve avatar. The high grieve avatar, the opponent was also having the same feature. So, perhaps, and it has now become important that the spy, in, a, in order to carry out his work, has to take the same form, at least, to counter the cognitive manipulation. Now, this is emotionally disruptive. And this is quite tense because, as I said in the beginning, you have to do something which is not only against your teachings, but it is also against your cultural underpinning. Cultural underpinning is something which is inculcated right from childhood, you imbibe them, you don't learn them, you imbibe them. And things which you have imbibed, if you have to work against them, it is highly disruptive, one can imagine. But as I said, that these are moral agents who take up all responsibilities with one goal in mind, and that is protection of the sovereign. And the protection of the sovereign doesn't mean only life. Protection of the sovereign also means liberty, protection of liberty. Freedom from not only death, freedom from disease and freedom from any other obstacle which is put by hostile elements to hamper growth. And cognitive manipulation is a very sinister tactics to halt cognitive, uh, to halt growth. I am not advocating that one has to follow 
something which is not consistent with human growth or human understanding or human thought. But then anything which goes against the basic concept of our society has to be countered. Like in India, we believe that democracy, liberty, equality our, as our, are our cherished values. So any cognitive manipulation which goes against these cherished values have to be countered. And that is a noble, a noble activity the spy has to undertake. And then he has to undertake against this ever-morphing warfare tactics, ever-morphing security scenario. Where broadly two things have happened. The distinction between combatant and non-combatant has vanished. And the battlefield has moved from the boundaries of the nations to the to our living rooms. In that context, perhaps the most important operative word is misuse. The cognitive manipulation also is limited only to the fact that if the important human values are being misused to cause destruction, that is one thing one has to, a security agent has to find out whether important human values important liberties are being misused to unleash disruptive activities. And on the other hand, it is also important to know, it is also important to have a check on misuse by the security agencies. Misuse of power by security agencies. This, this, is, this is a very delicate balance. That is why I said that now operative, view, operative view word or operative concept would be misuse. Who is misusing more and who is trying to disrupt more? And in this context, and in the context of evolving technology, now we are we are entering in the era of artificial intelligence where it is set. And it is, I mean, there is a prophecy that at one point of time, even machine intelligence will exceed human intelligence. If that being so, then perhaps machine could be programmed to do more devastating things. Not only that, there was a time when technology was in the, uh, only uh, governments have access to the technology. But today, I would say there is democratization of technology also. Everybody is having access to technology. And if machine learning and AI becomes democratized that as it is being done, then the disruptive potential, if it is misused, again, I say, I, I would emphasize the word misuse. 
if these are misused, then it can have a devastating potential, totally disrupting the society. So one has to have, we as a citizen, or I would say that I, I, I'll speak on the behalf of, uh, I mean speak, sorry, not on the behalf, I'll speak as a security professional that perhaps we have to find a position which is not maximalist, which is not absolute, absolutist, not maximalist. That is, I do not want to, as a security person, I should not have maximum power to trample on liberties. But at the same time, people should not misuse their liberties. There should be a right balance either through consensus or through legal formulations. And that is where the role of a spy becomes very complex. And very demanding. I believe that walking this middle path would be as challenging and difficult because just imagine how difficult it is to walk on the fringes of boundaries. If we say that we should not have maximalist position, yet we should have capacity to thwart those holding maximalist positions then one has to walk on the fringes either of law or of a situation where crossing the territory would become fatal. Now that is where the devotion and dedication of and a spy of a spy matters. My book, I started by defining the title itself, opens with a with an with an anxiety, anxiety of a common wife, common housewife, who feels that her husband is going on war front because the situation has become so disruptive and he's, she is anxious about his welfare. And then the book develops the methods of 
security professionals or spies who try to mitigate the anxiety of people, of their housewife. And then it ends with her satisfaction when the threat at least partially is mitigated, when the threat is partially is neutralized. So my book tries to depict the interplay between society and the threat and the efforts by security personnel to mitigate anxieties of common man and protect the sovereign. Thank you. Vision Beyond.